up to the minute. What's going on in the world? And where news breaks. Local news matters. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey. Date up to the minute. What's going on in the world? And where news breaks. Local news matters. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. It's always smart to know what's going on. Yeah, now baby. on FM 1071. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Are you ready? You ready? It's 507. 550 KTSA FM 1071, the Treyware page, KTSA.com. And oh yeah, we got a lot to get into, including a very unsatisfactory meeting last night between the chief and the DA. I'll tell you all about that in a couple of seconds. But first, police up in northwest Philly say they are pursuing the escaped convict right now. They started about 2 o'clock this morning. Apparently he broke into a home, stole a 22. Sound like a bolt action, I think. Anyway, a 22. And the homeowner, whom he stole it from, allegedly, uh, shot at the guy seven times. I hope he hit him. I hope he's wounded, and I hope he's, you know, in a lot of pain right now. We'll see. Anyway, I, look, I'm convinced this guy's not coming in. And now that he's got a weapon, uh, he's going to off himself if they close in on him or whatever. They talked yesterday about going in the long game. I thought it was interesting that Dana Perino brought up the idea that uh, she talked to a Navy SEAL who said, oh, we'll catch him in 10 minutes. But posse comitatus, and yes, we don't want to violate. Do not even bring that up. Don't even go to violating posse comitatus because the Democrats would love to do that next year leading into the election. That's what New Mexico and the gun uh, law suspension is, is all about in New Mexico. I'll have more on that a little bit later on. So um, apparently they they seem like they you know got something and they're hot on the guy's trail right now. But anyway, he's not coming back alive. You know this guy, if, if he's willing to climb a wall to get out, that he is not going to go back. That's He's one of those guys. Anything happens in that case, we'll keep you posted. And that's, again, up by uh, Philadelphia. So last night, uh, the chief and the DA got together to talk about all the cops being shot at and shot in San Antonio as they spent the past couple of weeks going back and forth at each other. And the residents who attended the meeting at St. Rose of Lima Catholic Church, uh, much of the frustration in the town hall meeting was toward the DA's office, according to this story from KSAT this morning. Some of the people said that they have been reaching out to the DA's office, and he's been blowing them off for years. One guy said, I've been in constant contact with your office, and I've heard anything for like three years. And your famous words are, I promise to look into it, and three years later, I'm waiting for a call back from you guys. And so the parish hall was uh, very full. Gonzalez uh, talked about how the law works and bail, and the chief talked about the 100-plus police officers that the, they got coming in. But what they did agree on, that gun crime is on the increase since the open carry law was changed here in Texas. Since you don't have to have a permit, the gun, the, the gun crime in San Antonio is on the rise. You're going to have to pardon a pun because it's not intended on this one, but that's a cop-out, baby. That is a cop-out to both of you. That's a cop-out, all right? It says nothing to do with constitutional carry, and you know what? You both know it. <laughs> both of you know this is not a constitutional carry crisis that's going on in this town. What you got is you got a crime issue in this town, and you've got a bunch of gangbangers in this town who are fighting for control of this town, and you got cartels in this town, and that's what you got going on. And it has nothing to do with whether or not Joe Blow has to have a permit to carry his gun. 
they couldn't get a permit anyhow. They're that's, repeat offenders. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> is that it, you, you're going to tell me you you are not only implying but explicitly stating that if we had permits here in the state of Texas that this wouldn't be going on? You're full of it. If you actually believe that, you're full of it. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I keep telling you I fell off the truck and I bounced twice and I did hit my head on the pavement, but it wasn't this morning at 5 a.m., all right? I've been around for a long time, you guys, and you, you can't pull the wool over my eyes and the people who are listening to this radio show right now and the people who were there at the church last night. You're not pulling the wool over their eyes. Now, maybe these two whack job, uh, job uh, judges that were on the KSAT last night, how about that one? Uh, I guess she's a – is she an out lesbian or something that's got her hair all cut up yeah. and everything? And she looks like a man, and then she's got all the rainbow cl- flags yeah. and everything in her office. Okay. And the other one, I don't even know. I, I was like, wow. <laughs> but anyway, you're not going to pull the wool over their eyes either, okay? Uh, this has nothing to do with law-abiding. I'm going to say it one more time, and I may have to repeat it, Jimmy, Elaine, Christian. I may have to repeat it a million times. There are approximately 330 million guns in America in the hands of law-abiding citizens, approximately 3 trillion rounds of ammo. If this was a problem with law-abiding citizens and their guns, you'd know about it. 330 million guns in the hands of law-abiding citizens, 3 trillion rounds of ammo. Mm-hmm. If it was a problem with law-abiding citizens, you would know it. It has nothing to do with law-abiding citizens. It has nothing to do with permitless carry. It has nothing to do with the gun laws. What it has to do with is criminals are off the chain in San Antonio because. Why? Because they're treated with kid gloves. You get more of what you reward. Ask those people in that hellhole in Austin right now. You, I don't know if you've seen the images on TV of that beautiful park, which was once a beautiful Greenbelt Park. And I've been reporting on this for a year because I latched onto this guy that's been out there with his camera documenting what's going on. And Austin's answer is throwing more money at the homeless. <laughs> We're going to give you more. Okay, I'm going to say this to you guys. Money is an attractor factor. Okay, the more money you toss at the homeless and the illegal immigrants and people like that, the more you're going to get. You get more of what you reward. If you stop giving them money, they're going to stop coming to Austin. But this is a load of crap here that this is a problem that is exacerbated and blowing up in San Antonio because we got rid of permitless or, or permit carry. You, you now have permitless carry in the state of Texas. Do you guys, is, is that where you really, you guys really going to hang your hat on that? That's where you really going to camp out. You really going to try to tell the people of Texas that this has to do with law-abiding citizens who are carrying their guns. That guy that shot the cop yeah. behind the, gro- or yeah. the convenience store with the sawed-off shotgun. Sawed off sh- was that <coughs> permit? Was he registered? Of course. Well, <laughs> I mean, really? but here's the point. Even if we had, you know, you have to have a permit to, for this guy to get a gun, he can't get a permit. He is a repeat offender. Fender. He is right. a felon, right? Yep. Yep. So he couldn't get one anyway. Gangbangers and these people who are doing these things, they are not going down and getting permits. So why in the hell do the people in law enforcement... All across America, not just here, all across America, 
Why in the hell do you want to go after law-abiding citizens who are not committing these crimes? Again, if it were law-abiding citizens, you would know about it. Because law-abiding citizens are loaded to the max. These are criminals who are obtaining weapons illegally. They're not going through the permit process. has nothing to do with whether or not they have a permit. The permit is not entering into this at all. It's soft on crime policies that came into effect after George Floyd, after the BLM riots, when this country went bat stuff crazy and said, we're going to go soft on criminals all across America. That's what happened. This problem was not like this prior to George Floyd, prior to BLM, prior to that soft on crime crapola we're doing all across this country. Yes, I'm fired up. Why? Because I'm watching what was once a beautiful city that I grew up in, been here all of my life. I'm watching it go right down the sucker tube, man. I'm watching this thing just, whoosh, it's in a toilet bowl going around in circles. It has, this city has been flushed flushed, and it's because of liberal left-wing Democrat policies that are running this city downtown. And, and, and by the way, that's due to the voters, okay? Sorry, I don't mean to step on your toes so early in the morning, but yeah, you get what you vote for, ladies and gentlemen. And you voted for this DA. I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm talking about the city and the county as a whole. Voted for this DA. Voted for this mayor, who then is working closely with this city manager, you voted for this county judge. You voted for a bunch of left-wing nut jobs. <laughs> and you're getting a left-wing nut job city where crime is high, homelessness is soaring. You know, all those things that left-wing nut job cities are going through all across America, it's happening in San Antonio because that's what you voted for. You get what you vote for in America, and that's what you voted for. And for them to blame it on permitless carry. Again, here goes. That's cop-out. That's a total cop-out. Oh, and by the way, speaking of cops, they know that's a cop-out too. Okay? So you're not doing them any, any good. You're not doing them any favors by saying this is a permitless carry issue. You're not. Has nothing to do with that. Again, you know it and I know it. You have to bust the you-know-whats of these criminals when they, when they come into the justice system. Stop babying the criminals. And more importantly, quit going after law-abiding citizens. The law-abiding citizens are the victims. All right? Quit making the criminals into the victims. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. From this whole thing about this is a permitless carry issue that we have going on in San Antonio. Um, the California Assembly just raised taxes and they continue to do so on guns and ammo. Look, guns are under attack. Lawful gun owners in America are under attack. Just like what happened in, Cal in, in New Mexico over the weekend where the governor out there said you can't carry your weapon and guy said to hell we can't and they did over the weekend uh now in california they're raising excise taxes on guns and ammo raising just you know trying to thinking that they're going to tax away law-abiding citizens from owning guns right uh you're not first of all you're not what you're going to do is turn law-abiding citizens into criminals and you're not going to fix the problem because criminals don't buy guns legally that is the point. They don't walk into the academy over here at one of the gun stores and buy their guns legally. 
what they do is they buy them off the street or they steal them like this jerk, this panty waste up in in Pennsylvania did. They steal them from law-abiding citizens. So if you increase the taxes on guns and ammo, who are you harming? I'll tell you who who you're harming. You're harming the 30-year-old single mama who has been threatened by an ex-boyfriend or a rapist who bought herself a weapon to protect herself. You're harming her. And with your comments about permitless carry, you're doing the same thing. Leave lawful gun owners alone. You know the problem. The problem is not lawful gun owners. The problem is since the George Floyd days and BLM, DAs across this country went soft on crime. And it's getting communities killed all across this country. I am, I got to tell you, I'm this close to giving up on San Antonio. This freaking close. Because of the leadership in this city, again, put in there by the voters, is just the worst I've ever seen. I am this close to just saying to hell with this city. Really, seriously. Flush it all. It's just amazing. And now, you know, we got to go up on gun taxes and we got to go up on ammo taxes. This is ridiculous. All right. So, yesterday was 9 11. On 9 11. On 9 11. The Joe Biden administration made a deal with Iran. Iran is an official claimed by the United States and classified by the United States as a state sponsor of terrorism. Iran is responsible for the deaths of thousands of Americans. Thousands. They cut a deal. The deal is Iran's going to release five people that they are holding. We are going to release a bunch of Iranians we're holding, and we're going to give them and, and, plus, in addition to, on top of, we're going to give Iran $6 billion on 9-11. First of all, you get more of what you reward. So if you're paying these countries billions of dollars to get hostages released, they're going to take more hostages. That's number one. And number two, on 9-11, this, this administration did Everything they could do yesterday to give you the bird from both hands. Everything possible. From Joe not going to the attack sites to Kamala laughing all day at the solemn ceremony. Laughing out loud. Cackling out loud. Nearly 150 illegal aliens on the terror watch list have been encountered at the U.S. border in the past year. That is a 7,350% increase in encounters since 2017 for those on the terror watch list. Terrorists multiples are flooding this country right now because of Joe Biden's open border. By the way, that is uh, th- that does not include the gotaways. There's a lot of terrorists who have come in here and gotten away. And a new report that came out yesterday from the inspector general says it's impossible to track the the migrants because, surprise to us, they're lying about their whereabouts. They're supposed to put an address down when they fill out the form to come in the country. Well, they're lying. And (laughs) as if you expected them to tell the truth, they're lying and they're not showing up. 
So they're giving false addresses. They don't report in. And we're sending officers out to to try to find them at these addresses. And lo and behold, they're not there. In fact, in some instances, thousands of people have given the same address. (laughs) Laude, laude, laude. What are we doing to ourselves in this country? Seriously, what are we doing? And a lot of us are putting our hope in in, uh, Donald Trump to try to fix this if he gets elected again. I got to tell you, they are, I'll say it again, they're going to do everything they can to make sure that he's not president of the United States. Persecute, uh, prosecute, persecute, prosecute, assassinate. That's what fascists regimes always do from putin to hitler to stalin to modern day america with these guys in there you are looking at these guys that do not want i'm talking about the whole cabal the whole infrastructure they do not want donald trump to get back into power they are persecuting prosecuting and the next check off on the list is assassinate i hate to say that and i'm not calling for that what i'm telling you is be aware america be awake for what these people are doing. And it is absolutely amazing what they're what they're doing to your country right up from underneath your nose. All right, quick break. Coming right back, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, Trey Ware for Diamond Deck. KTSA. So the White House says that Joe Biden didn't go to the attack sites on 9-11 because, well, you know, presidents don't go to Pearl Harbor anymore. Hey, we don't send presidents to Pearl Harbor anymore. Why are we going to send them to the attack sites? And Cacklin Kamala just laughed her ass off up there yesterday. She thought it was really funny. And she's waving at people. <laughs> it's a it's a funeral. It's a funeral service. It's a memorial service. It's hi, hi, hey, how you doing? Cute thing over there. Oh, my God, these people. Um... He didn't go because his bosses are done with him, all right? But instead, this is what happened. Cut number three. He uh, stood up to speak in Alaska, and the Air Force, I I guess, I don't know. Was she, I, I don't know her rank. Anyway, she introduced him, and he referred either to her husband or somebody had something to do with her when he stood up to speak. This is how it went. Governor, Don Levy, it's good to see you. Governor and I have something in common. We're both from Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I wish I had him playing in my high school ball club that I was playing. But I would have, could have been an All-American having you in front of me. It's a memorial service about 9-11. Has nothing to do with your football days in high school. But he had to make it about himself, of course. And then... And then... He went into cut number one here, Jimmy, talking about where he was the day after the attacks. To renew our sacred vow, never forget, never forget, we never forget. Each of us, each of those precious lives stolen too soon when evil attacked. Brown Zero in New York, and I remember standing there the next day. And looking at the building, I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. It looked so devastating because the way you could, from where you could stand. Um, okay, I want to tell you where he was the next day, according to him. He wrote in a book 
an autobiography years and years ago that he was in Washington, D.C. He said he saw the fireball caused by the plane that struck the Pentagon. But yet his own book said he saw a brown haze of smoke. Then he said, the plume of fire that shot up from the sky in the Pentagon, I remember seeing as I got off the Amtrak train on my way to work in the United States Senate. But in 07, he wrote in his autobiography, promises to keep. Completely different. He said the next day he arrived in Washington. He arrived in Washington, not New York, Washington. There's no reference to Ground Zero. In fact, if you go back and you look at news wires, Gannett was the news service at the time, September 12, 2001. It said, quote, Delaware Senator Joe Biden spent Wednesday exactly where he wanted, in the U.S. Senate. Let's play cut number three, or cut number two, Jimmy. Here he is on 9-12-2001 in the U.S. Senate. Many in his constituency have died. Part, buildings in this state are still burning. And in the ultimate American way, he calls at the end of his speech for not abrogating the basic cherished liberties that this nation has. I doubt whether you would hear that on any other assembly in the world. Isn't that interesting? Because just days attack. later, they passed the Patriot Act, which took away your liberties, took away your freedoms. Right after he said that, just days later, the Patriot Act passed, which gave the government the ability to take away many of your liberties and freedoms after he said, we don't do that in this country. But the point about this is, yesterday he told the people in Alaska and the people of America he was in New York the day after looking through the gates of hell. And there he is the day after in Washington, D.C., giving a speech on the Senate floor, which he also wrote about in his book in 2007, that he was in Washington, D.C., not New York. Of course, his house burned to the ground and firefighters lost their lives in Delaware. He told the people of Maui half of his house burned down and his wife almost perished in the blaze and his Corvette was almost burned up in the blaze. He told the people in Connecticut that he was a truck driver driving 18-wheelers. He told people that he whipped corn pop with a chain and on and on and on and on it goes. In 1987, he was running for president and he plagiarized bobby kennedy's speech if you want to do yourself a little project you can go online and they do a split screen bobby kennedy says the line back in the 60s and then on the other side joe biden repeats the same line in 1987 20 years later he appropriated british politician neil kennock's family history saying that his family were minors Miners. His family were never miners anywhere. So uh, he he has a habit, and it's a terrible habit, of continuing to lie after lie after lie after lie after lie. And on a day that's supposed to be a solemn occasion, on a day when you all you need to do is stand there and look solemn. That's all you got to do. He couldn't even do that. He had to make it about himself. 
You know, I really would have been an All-American football player if I had hired you on my team. Uh, that would have been great. That would have been wonderful. I uh, high school football team. Uh, by the way, the next day I went to ground zero. Yeah. That's the ticket. Jimmy, I want you to put that in your machine. I want you to get Love It Out, put it in your machine, and I want to keep playing that over and over. Yeah, that's the ticket because that's the president of the United States. He was not at ground zero the day after. He was in Washington, D.C., giving a speech about how they would never take away your rights and your liberties, and a few days later they did exactly that. That's who people want to reelect as president of the United States. Meanwhile, at the same moment, yesterday, <coughs> the liberal media all over, the liberal media from ABC to MSNBC all across the board, the liberal media was talking about how January 6th was far worse than 9-11. This was on 9-11 yesterday. The liberal media. Well, January 6th was far worse. Oh, you want a quote? Here's a quote for you. 22 years ago this morning, a foreign terrorist murdered nearly 3,000 Americans. But he could not come close to ending or even hurting our democracy because that attack arrived 19 years, three months, and 26 later at the hands of an ersatz American. And then one of them even flubbed the name of Osama bin Laden. Quote, Osama bin Biden after, yeah, Osama bin Biden after all, had never taken an oath to protect and defend the Constitution and the United States. Our 45th president had... Ironically, the locus of his assault was the same building that was saved by the bravery of the passengers on United 93. J6, far worse than 9-11, on 9-11. Oh, by the way, speaking of, of um, J6 and insurrection, there was an insurrection at the Capitol yesterday. Did you see it? Yeah. A bunch of gay and AIDS activists broke into the office of Speaker McCarthy yesterday. Screaming and chanting. No, they broke and entered and went into his office and sat down, locking arms and screaming about wanting some funding for some sort of gay thing they're doing or some sort of AIDS thing that they're trying to accomplish or whatever. But they actually, that was an insurrection because they were not invited in there. They didn't ask for permission to enter. They burst through the door. The door wasn't even open for them like it was on J6. They burst through the door and went into his office and sat down. Remember the picture of the guy who sat at Pelosi's office with his feet on the desk? That guy's in prison right now. None, none of the gay and AIDS activists who went into the Speaker's office yesterday are in prison. And you know what? They won't be. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Let me tell you about our friends over at River City Oral Surgery. Dr. Mark Capricorn and his team at River City Oral Surgery, ready to take care of all of your oral surgery needs. And even, uh, even if it's your kiddos, I remember when I was a freshman in high school, spring break, I took that time off to go have my wisdom teeth uh, taken out. Uh, they were, you know, impacted. They were going in weird directions and all that kind of stuff. So uh, former, <laughs> do you remember Bill Thornton, the mayor? He was also the, the uh, surgeon who did my uh, wisdom teeth back in the day. Uh, today, I, I highly, highly regard Dr. Mark Habercorn over at River City Oral Surgery and the great work that he can do for you. What a great guy he is. What a great team they have over there. And if you've got a kiddo or even yourself who's having wisdom teeth issues and need to have them taken out or any kind of, uh, of extractions that need to happen or even implants, they can do all that for you. 
any, any, any kind of oral or facial surgery. They do it all at River City Oral Surgery. And as we've told you many, many times, one of the great things about them is everything is transparent. It's all on their website, so you know exactly what you're going to pay before you even book your appointment at River City Oral Surgery. Just check out the website, rivercityoms.com. AccuWeather forecast, sunny and 97 today. Right now, it is 78 at KTSA. Good morning on Loop 410 with Trey Ware, appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Hey, it's 551 at KTSA, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Yeah, we need to play uh, UB40 and Red Red Wine. We do. Because there's 600,000 gallons of red wine pouring through the streets of Portugal right now as we speak. They had some sort of, I guess, a, a refinery. Who's bringing the bread? <laughs> and and, and I saw that Yesterday I saw that report. Yeah? And yeah did you I, go to Portugal? I booked a flight. <laughs> it's a, I didn't know you were a red wine guy. Everything. <laughs> so, But they said it was a distillery, but a winery is not a distillery. Yeah, what is that all about? I, I saw know. that. How do you do that? Who cares? Yeah. Stand on the sidewalk and grab a few glasses. <laughs> Give me a straw. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? And wine is sticky, too. Can you imagine getting that on you? Huh? No. Well, I guess the point is to get it in you. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, if you're I, I really haven't got it on you yet. <laughs> Well, you know, I am me. I do have a tray-proof floor. So, <laughs> hey, uh, Steven Tyler is uh, canceling the rest of their uh, – or, or some of the dates on their fare- farewell tour for Aerosmith. Now, I like Aerosmith. I like some of their stuff anyway. But uh, they say that he has uh, injured his vocal cords. Now, can you imagine Steven Tyler? How, just how, would Steven Tyler injure his vocal cords? I don't know. Let's check and see. Age. Okay. Let's listen. Let's see. Making all the trannies happy this morning. Song just for the trans crowd listening to the show because we have so many of you guys. It's a classic. I do love this song on the motorcycle, but yeah. I, I guess if you just listen to that for a second, it might give you a little bit of an indication of how Stephen might have injured his uh, vocal cords. And every song is that way. Like, walk this way! Yeah, and like, yeah, I bet if he if he was doing Dream On over the weekend, you know he there, was. There you go. That's, that's the song. There's another one right there. Yeah. He screamed his way. Trey, you're good at that. To millions. Yeah, sure I am. <laughs> Well, now, wait a minute. i got some more stuff because i got a McDonald's story, and uh, I've got a nurse practitioner on a website story. But let me uh, slip Foster in here quickly. Hi, Foster. Hey, hey Trey, this is Foster. And uh, Dean Martin and I need to know the exact, exact location of that, uh, of that wine. <laughs> it's important. We're, we're going to charter a plane <laughs> and, and go all, all over. And you're... you're Foster he will be Brooks. Flying. You'd be welcome to ride with us. Is your last name Brooks by any chance? <laughs> you, you, you got me. You got me Are you going to go fly a plane? <laughs> yeah, or be a brain surgeon. Those are great bits, by the way. I watched one yesterday when he was he was roasting Sammy Davis Jr. And it was you know the jokes that those guys told back then about Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, you know, like he he looked over right. to him and he goes. 
My room is 312. I need the bed made. Oh, you couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Wow. Or when Dean Martin picked him up and walked up to the microphone holding Sammy Davis Jr. and said, I'd like to thank the NAACP for this award. You couldn't do. Oh, man. Ooh, baby, you'd be in so much trouble if you did that now. All right, so McDonald's apparently is phasing out the uh, drink machines where you go get your own refill. Um, anybody care about that? I think it's. I think it's messy, first of all. Every time I go into any McDonald's anywhere, except for the one at the airport in Orlando, they got a great operation there. Really? I don't know, there man. They do? It is, huh? There they do? It's phenomenal. The food is always hot and fresh, and it's as clean as you're going to find. I don't know the management style down there, but it's great. That's in Orlando at the airport. Huh. But the rest of them that I go to, like the one that's near my house and whatever, uh, you go over to the drink machine, and man. What a me- people are just trashy and messy. So McDonald's says we're going to stop doing that. We'll bring you the cup. You still get a free refill. You got to bring us the cup though, and we'll do it for you instead of you having the the machine. You know, people like that, and also people go in and steal drinks. They take their own cup in there and fill it up. People have the reason we can't have nice things. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I'm serious. Yeah, serious. That's right. Yeah. We we can't have nice things because there's jerks out there who make a mess of the place and steal from these folks. If you buy a drink, if you buy a burger there and you want to refill your drink, refill your drink, but don't be walking in there with your Bill Miller's cup and filling up <laughs> full of Coke at McDonald's. Come right. on now, yeah. right? Oh, and nurse practitioner Susanna Gibson, who is running, she's a Virginia Democrat. She's running for the House competitive race in Richmond, Virginia, 57th district, has been found to be uh, doing sex on a sex site, a video sex site for tips to raise money, apparently, allegedly, for her race. Um, she's 40 years old. She's a mother of two, a nurse nurse practitioner. She has been posting videos of her and her husband, and they get tokens. Ba-ding, ba-ding, ba-ding. Uh, I'm out. When it, huh? I'm out. No, don't go anywhere. <laughs> no, she Stay has right a, here. She has a husband. I'm out. <laughs> and, an and, attorney husband. And so people – is he an attorney? <laughs> yes, he's an attorney. Oh, right. now I apologize. And people <laughs> – People have been rec- – you can do a request uh, for what you want to see her it's do. It's like an OnlyFans, maybe? Yeah, but they pay by tokens. It's what it says here in the news story. I've never been to Chatterbait, whatever that is. But <laughs> Tokens is still money. They just don't say it's money. Huh? You're still It's still money. It's not just a oh. e-token. There's, they call it tokens. So but, if you donate 10 tokens, that's 10 bucks. But it yeah, says here on, right. the, on, the, on, the, on the news story that uh, she – she says to the people who are watching, well, if you want me to do that, you have to do more tokens. Yeah, okay. that's the way of phrasing it so it's not prostitution. Uh, well, she's with her husband. Would it be prostitution anyway? Well, he doesn't make the law. Well, that's true. <laughs> but, yeah, that's why they that's phrase it that way. Right. But how does James know that tokens are dollars? Because I'm an educated gambles. man. I'm <laughs> yeah, an educated right. man, worldly. He reads a lot. I yeah. hang out, I hang out with the getting, sinners. What is she getting the money for? Her campaign? Yes, apparently, allegedly, she's raising money for her campaign, so she's doing sex on a sex site with her husband to raise money for her campaign. That's Whoa, all. That's outside the box fundraising. Well, look. <laughs> yeah. Bill Clinton did the same thing. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. <laughs> if you're looking for a new dance, go at 608 at KTSA, 210-599-5555. Trey Ware here. Good morning, and thanks for listening this morning, diving into the news. Taking your comments, 210 599 
So it's now made national news. About a year or so ago, I started to tell you about this documentary filmmaker up in Austin who was going around to the, some of the beautiful park spaces and uh, in different areas, green belts and stuff, and he'd have a camera and he would film all the crap and the trash and the needles and the druggies and the homeless people and all that that were all just trashing out all the beautiful park spaces in Austin, something that Austin has always been very proud of. Oh, man, we're the beautiful city in Texas, right? No, they're not. They're a hellhole. They, they look like an asshole country. They really do up in Austin now. And now it's made national news because they have completely, the homeless have completely destroyed one of the beautiful green belts up there, and they're working on destroying yet another green belt up there. You got to know that crime is out of control up there. And so it just it looks awful. You'll see it on the national news media today. Fires are breaking out in these encampments and stuff like that. Incidents are happening. You get you know, crime and all that told you about a friend of mine that has to run from the car into the building up there because homeless people chase. <laughs> they do, they do. And the answer in, in Austin is another $55 million for housing stabilization and $100 million for the homeless in Austin. Okay, so two quick things about this. Number one is you get more of what you reward. Okay, so as you guys in Austin are spending $100 million on this issue, you're just attracting more, okay? Uh, Money is an attractor factor to the homeless, and the more money you throw at them, the more are going to come to your place. Cut the money off, and they'll go elsewhere. Now, why is this important to San Antonio? Because the city council here is doing the same thing. They're trying to do the budget here, and they're going to throw a whole bunch of money at the same issue here, and all that's going to do, and I'm just warning you ahead of time, get ready for Brackenridge Park and all these other places start looking like that, all trashed out. Joe Biden himself has opened the border and brought in 7 million homeless people. They got nowhere to go, so they're going to parks, and the cities are going, okay, here, come here, we're going to give you a bunch of money. And San Antonio is one of the cities that's working on doing the exact same thing. You know, I, I told you last hour, if you were here, that I'm, I'm this close just to flushing San Antonio. Just That's it, man. It's, it's in the toilet bowl already and just ringing around going down. Because voters in this city and in this county have been electing far-left Democrat nut jobs to run it. As an example, the DA, you know, we talked about, we've been talking for a couple of weeks about the DA and the chief in this fighting war over, you know, who's responsible for the bad guys being on the streets and shooting police officers in our community. Well, they had a get-together at a Catholic church last night where they invited citizens over, and citizens came, and citizens aired it out at these guys. There were no resolutions from them at all. They offered nothing. I think the... um, the, the, the DA talked about how bails are set, bail bonds are set and all that kind of stuff. I'm not real sure what the chief, all that the chief had to say, but according to KSAT's reporting on this, if it's accurate, they both said you got a problem in, in Texas because, well, you know, this is a result of permitless carry. And I lost my mind when I read that. It has nothing to do with permitless carry. Are you kidding me? And you're going to have to pardon the pun. That is a cop-out. That is a cop-out. You're going to blame law-abiding gun owners in this country who are permitless carrying because criminals have always carried permits because they can't get a permit. They're felons. They can't get one anyway. They steal guns. They buy them on the illegal black market. 
They don't have numbers on these guns. And they go and they shoot police officers with them. Fellas, I'm going to tell you what the problem is, and it's up to you guys to fix it. Since George Floyd and since Black Lives Matter, they went soft on crime all across this country. Soft. We're not going to punish the criminal anymore because, you know, we don't want to look like the bad guys, you know. We don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. We certainly don't want to upset anybody. So we're just going to go soft on crime and turn them loose. This is not a problem with law-abiding citizens having guns. Law-abiding citizens in America have about 330 million guns and about 3 trillion rounds of ammo. If it was a problem with law-abiding citizens who are gun owners, you would know about it. These are criminals since George Floyd, since Black Lives Matter, that all across this country, DAs and police chiefs and police administration all across this country have gone soft on these criminals, and that's why they're on the streets. It has nothing to do with permitless carry. Now, that is a cop-out as big as this building that I'm standing in right now. That's a cop-out. Come on. You deserve better than that, San Antonio. Quit voting for these nitwits for these positions. It blows my mind. It really does that these guys continue to get reelected in a city like San Antonio. Line one, Elaine. Like a city like San Antonio. You get what you vote for. <laughs> and you're getting what you voted for. You got soft on crime in San Antonio. And you're getting your cops shot, and pretty soon, mama and daddy are going to get shot, and the kids are going to get shot. That's how this happens. That's why I pointed out Austin. That's why I talk about Austin. That's why I talk about all these places, Seattle. That's why I talk about Chicago, all these other places, because they're importing the soft on crime here to San Antonio. So do you have an electric vehicle yet? Are you going to get an electric vehicle? Are you going to buy one? No? Well, I want to tell you what the energy secretary did, and it's funny. In California, I'll tell you what a mayor did with a drag queen cover your ears and your eyes when I do and a cyber attack in Vegas that's all coming up here on KTSA we'll tell you about foundation support specialists at foundationsupportspecialists.com if you happen to see a crack in your foundation or maybe a door that won't close correctly or a window in your home that won't open correctly that could be a sign of foundation failure it, it doesn't necessarily mean that but it could be and so you want to have foundation support specialists come out and take a look. And they do that with a free, no-obligation inspection of your foundation. They look at everything. They do all the leveling. They take a look at everything. They, they, they get the machines out, the lasers out, and they check your foundation all over. If you don't have a problem, they're not looking to, to make work here. That's not what they're doing. What they're doing is trying to help people out. And so if you don't need any work, then they're going to tell you that. But if you need work, they really are great at Foundation Support Specialists. What they'll do is they'll fix your foundation, no matter what your foundation is made of, and then they will guarantee it for the life of the structure with a transferable warranty in writing. So why don't you get that free foundation inspection? It's no obligation whatsoever. By reaching out to them, make sure you mention Trey Ware when you do at foundationsupportspecialist.com. That's foundationsupportspecialist.com. Sunny and around 97 for the high today. 78 now, KTSA. Good morning. We are working. Well, supplies line. See Lowe's.com for details. Well, Military City USA, you know, those in the military are called upon 
to make some extreme sacrifices, leaving behind family and friends, performing their duties all around the world. They do it without hesitation. But also military families make sacrifices, and when a loved one comes home with extreme trauma, the families, well, they're deeply affected. So Laurel Ridge Treatment Center, they have been helping soldiers return home healthy and whole since 1987. They're here for military dependents, maybe those who have depression, anxiety, addiction, behavioral issues, etc. And they have customized options at Laurel Ridge, too. They have inpatient and outpatient services. Day treatments are available. Your family has a caring, compassionate resource to become healthy and whole again right there at Laurel Ridge. So for a free assessment, and they offer those 24 hours a day, seven days a week, get in touch with Laurel Ridge Treatment Center at 210-491-3591, or you can visit them online at laurelridgetc.com. That's Laurel Ridge. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate that very much. It's a 620 now. Trey Ware, KTSA, 210-599-5555. By the way, let me just give you the um, number for the pledge. We, we play the pledge at 550 and 650 each weekday morning. I just want to give you this number, and uh, it's my voicemail here at the station. And you can leave it on there, and Jimmy will take it off there and put it on the radio. Okay, 210-654-5155. That's 210-654-5155. Just call that number and say the Pledge of Allegiance, and I appreciate that very much. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm, you know, they're pushing this whole electric vehicle thing. Well, she decided she was going to make a big show of it and impress people and try to convince people how easy it is to travel the country in their electric vehicle. Now, why did she do this? Well, because people aren't buying them. Because it's, for number one, they're so expensive, 100 grand a copy, right? But number two, uh, can't afford or can't, can't find a place to, to charge them up if I'm going to be traveling. So if you're in the same route every day, like you're driving to work and home or taking the kids to school and home or you're going to H-E-B and home and you're charging it up in your garage, well, that's fine. You, you can do that. But if you decide you're going to go from here to Tucson and then up to Utah and then over to Colorado and back down through Oklahoma, well, guess what? You may have to go to Florida to do all that because <laughs> it ain't got no charging stations along the way. And the head, the CEO of Ford, found that out just a couple of weeks ago when he got in a Ford truck and was you know, one of those cool little lightning trucks, and he was going to take a drive across the country. And <laughs> he got out in the middle of nowhere and said, now I'm out of gas, I'm out of juice. Not gas, I'm out of juice. So, And he made a big deal about it. One guy that was doing that with his family in his Ford lightning truck actually sent the lightning back and bought another gas vehicle because he couldn't get it charged anywhere. So Jennifer Granholm, the energy secretary, said, well, we'll just load up. We're going to take a battalion of electric vehicles, like they had a suburban, or like, I don't know if it's a suburban, like an SUV-type suburban. They had a truck and they had a couple electric cars in her posse. And they were going to run across the country and show how easy it was because you could charge up anywhere. Well, she had the cops called on her. (laughs) Obviously, they had some gas-powered vehicles in the entourage along with the electric vehicles. The gas-powered vehicles were going ahead of the electric vehicles, and they were blocking off the charging stations at various locations so that when she arrived with cameras in tow, look, here's a charging station, and she would just pull right in there and charge up. But they didn't show how 
they had somebody there in a gas-powered vehicle blocking it to make sure nobody got in that space for her. Look at all these available spots. And she would just pull in there and charge up the vehicle, which, by the way, how long did – yesterday I filled our car up, and it took me three minutes. I timed it. It took me three minutes from the time I did the card to the time I was done and getting back. It was three minutes to fill it up. It takes, on average, 30 to 45 minutes to charge your vehicle, and that's with a fast charge. So anyway, she um, – she would whip in there and, you know, oh, look at all these open spaces and making a big deal about how easy it was. But they wouldn't show the fact that they she had an advanced team that was blocking these things off. Well, this woman sitting in a car waiting for a spot, and she's got a kid in a car, and she's out of juice, and an, a, a gas-powered vehicle in Grand Holmes Posse is blocking a spot. Well, she called the sheriff. <laughs> and said, hey, you need to get this vehicle out of the way so I can charge my vehicle. <laughs> yeah, baby. It's it's a foobar deal, and you know it and I know it, and they know it. It's a foobar deal, and it's it's not getting any better. And they're grooming you on television every day with these green, yellow, red electricity days. They don't have enough electricity right now for you to use your lights your dishwasher, your clothes washer, and your AC in your home. How are they going to power a bunch of cars? And they're getting rid of what works, and they're using more windmills that don't work and solar panels that don't work and giving you this nonsense about, well, it's a it's a yellow emergency day-to-day. Don't use any power at home. Sit in a hot house with no lights on. Well, how are you going to drive around then? The problem with people who are in politics and in government, bureaucrats, they don't have a brain that God gave a goose, man. They really don't. They really don't. They don't know how life works. All right, so California Burbank Mayor Constantine Anthony held a bingo party as a fundraiser. That's right, a bingo party as a fundraiser. And, of course, as all good Democrats do, they're all about trannies and drag queens. So, at the bingo party for a fundraiser, the Burbank mayor had drag queens there. He leaned over a table, bent over a table, and the drag queen spanked him with a paddle. The mayor of Burbank. You know, somebody said to me yesterday that all these stupid TikTok videos that people do, that's leading, really, it just shows who we are and where we're going and how our society has devolved into stupidity and where it ends up. Really, think about that for a minute. Well, when you have a mayor of a major city like Burbank bending over a table at a fundraiser and having a drag queen spank him with a paddle. Does that not tell you, huh? He's supposed to be the nation's first autistic elected official. Well, good for him. Wouldn't you rather serve that purpose than drag queens? Of course. He should be raising money for autism and the autism cause rather than have a a drag queen spank his butt. You know, I I think the people of Burbank need to spank his butt. (laughs) But for real. (laughs) Not in a fun way. I mean, the stupidity that's going on in our in our culture right now. And finally, over in Las Vegas, 
a cyber attack shut down IT systems at MGM hotels. That includes Bellagio and Aria. And when it shut it down, there were all kinds of problems. First of all, a lot of slot machines didn't work. A lot of the slot machines. In fact, a lot of the floors had to be closed in those hotels, and I've been to both of those hotels many times. A lot of the floors had to be closed because none of the machines were working. Now, you could still go play cards, but if you're not a card player, there was nothing for you to do. And guess what else is connected to IT in these resorts, these hotels? The room key. So a lot of the people that were staying in these hotels couldn't lock their rooms because the, the, the cyber attack unlocked the doors to the rooms, and when people tried to close and lock the door, they couldn't. Now, I suppose they could when they were inside because they got that little bar thing, but when you're outside, you go downstairs to eat or go downstairs to gamble or whatever, and your room is wide open. It's a good way for thieves to get in there and steal you blind while you're downstairs, huh, if they just hit you with a cyber attack and leave the doors open. They're trying to figure out what happened. They're not real sure how this happened or what happened. But I've been saying for at least 15 or 20 years now that the next war is going to be fought in a cyber attack. That's how wars are going to be fought. They're not going to be lined up. I mean, over in the, in the countries where they still carry clubs you know, and fight in caves. I'm talking about with the Russia and Ukraine thing that's going on right now. Of course, they're fighting. That's firing. a golden nugget, isn't it? Yeah. That's right. That's right. No, no. That would be Circus Circus. <laughs> Have you seen that place lately? Yes. Oh, my God. Ooh. Ooh. All right, quick break. Coming right back, Trey Ware, KTSA4, Stevens Roofing. Great people at Stevens Roofing to take care of your home. We talk about how so many times how they are from San Antonio, and they understand San Antonio weather. So when they climb up on your roof to do that free roof inspection, they know exactly what to look for. They know how to find the problem, and they will find the problem, and they will fix the problem if you have a problem. But the cool thing about Stevens Roofing is if you don't have a problem, well, they're just going to tell you that. They're not out there to try to rip anybody off. What they're out there to do is try to help you find a problem that may be existing with your roof before the rain, next rainstorm, before the next wind comes through or whatever the case may be. So your friends over at Stevens Roofing, they are here for you at all times with a free roof inspection. Mention Trey Ware when you log onto the website to ask for that free. And there's no obligation for that roof inspection, too, by the way. And if you need it fixed, they can do standing seam metal, which is gorgeous, or they can do go back with composition roofing. Whatever works best for you, that's exactly what they're going to do at Stevens Roofing. Just reach out to them online at stevensroofing.net. My name is Kelly. I want to tell you about Dr. Jacob. Good morning. It's 638 at KTSA. Well, of course, you can call at 210-599-55, or you can text, either or, and a couple of texts that I've received. <laughs> yes, I know, and believe you me, I have already decided I'm going to change my whole way I leave every day. For years now, decades now, I've been leaving the show by saying I love you, San Antonio. But, I, you know, first of all, I'm starting to question that. But uh, second of all, somebody just texted in, well, Trey, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. <laughs> That's the way I was going to start ending the show every day at 9 o'clock when I leave here. I'm I don't know about you, but I'm going to bed. <laughs> Remember your dad used to say my boots are killing Oh, me? yeah, he did. Yes, he did. As a and I, by the way, I have those boots. I have those very boots. Yes, I do. <laughs> All right, another guy just wrote in. This is Super Trooper saying, hey, Trey, asking for, asking for a friend in a rural county, what should be done about increased homeless population? Well, the first thing is you got to close the border. That's the first thing. 
Second thing is, and really, you know, they're in no particular order. You can do it simultaneously. you got to quit incentivizing it. You just have to stop incentivizing it, which is what cities and states are doing all across America right now. You get more of what you reward. And so these liberal cities like San Antonio and Austin, and we could go on and name them, the reason they're having a huge, huge crisis with homelessness is they're incentivizing it. Like Ron Nirenberg taking over a hotel downtown and putting all the homeless in the hotel downtown. And by the way, it starts with the border. This stupid president, yes, I said it, he's a stupid president, imported 7 million homeless people. Now, where do you think these people are supposed to go? They're going to live in parks. They're going to live over here on Eisenhower Road across the street from my radio station. They're going to live out in the middle of the street, and they're going to live up the street from your kettles on the school grounds, okay? And that's what's happening. And he imported 7 million people who didn't have a home. People who were released from prison in Venezuela, people who were just, you know, leaving their home country to get away from whatever, gangbangers, criminals, fentanyl, mules who are carrying fentanyl in here, all those other things. And this stupid president said, we're going to have them come in here. And he allowed them in here. And so they're sleeping in the parks. They're sleeping on the streets. They're sleeping all over the place. Close the border. And at this point, folks, you have to close it. At this point, you can't do this whole, we're going to check it. I told you earlier this morning, if you're just now joining me, the inspector general came out with a report yesterday. They can't find all these people that they have led into the country because, lo and behold, the people have been lying to them about where they're staying. They're giving them false information, false addresses, and they're not checking back in. Any dummy would have known that that was going to happen, right? And by the way, my orcas knew that was going to happen. Uh, he's, in my view, Mayorkas is a traitor as big as anybody, any other traitor that's ever existed. He's a traitor against the United States, and he needs to face those crimes for being a traitor and opening up the border and incentivizing and, ent- and enticing people to come into this country illegally in violation of our constitutional laws that were written by the Congress and signed by the president. That's what we're supposed to do. And we're supposed to be standing down there at the border, guys with guns, and saying you're not coming into our country unless you follow the laws that were passed by Congress and signed by the president. Otherwise, you're not welcome in our country. But instead of that, they threw the doors open, and those people are sleeping all over the streets. So you've got to close the border. At this point, close it. I mean, actually close it. Shut it down. Nobody else is getting in until we get this situation under control and get the people out of here who shouldn't be here. 130, oh no, I'm sorry, 150 encounters with known terrorists in the past few months alone. The border is wide open and terrorists are flooding. That's a 7,300, a 7,300% increase from 2017 in the number of terrorists who have come across the border. And that does not include the gotaways, those who got in that we never knew of. So there's terrorists that are spread all over this country. Joe Biden's a traitor. Alejandro Mayorkas is a traitor. Joe Biden is a human trafficker. Alejandro Mayorkas is a human trafficker. They're allowing this to go on in the country and people that are preying on our citizens here. Like the guy they're trying to find near Philadelphia right now that broke into a house last night, stole a twenty-two, and the cops are trying to chase him down before he shoots somebody with a twenty-two. And given the chance, he will shoot somebody with that twenty-two. He's in the country illegally. How much longer are you going to put up with that, America? How much longer should we have to put up with this, America? 
So, Super Trooper, that's the answer to your question is, is what do you do about the homeless uh, situation? you got to quit incentivizing it like they do. They incentivize it. They're paying these folks. They're putting up in hotels. They're giving them great opportunities to be homeless. And they're also opening the border, which allows more and more homeless people to come into America. The reason you're seeing this spike in homelessness right now is the border's open. That's the reason you're seeing it. And, uh, and, and the liberal politicians who the voters vote for in this country are allowing it to happen. They're hoping that they're going to get their vote as time goes on. And they will. They'll be able to get their vote as time goes on. And they're willing to trash the country, and they're willing to put in jeopardy our police officers and and law-abiding citizens who live here. That's why I encourage law-abiding citizens who want to to exercise your Second Amendment right, keep and bear arms. You have to protect yourself because the politicians have unleashed criminals in your communities all across this country. They're not there to protect you. So that's where we that's where we sit, and uh, you've got Austin that has devolved into a it's just one giant homeless camp at this point. Austin is, and San Antonio, by the way, is is just following Austin down the same trail. We're just a little bit behind them, but we're following them down the same trail. And San Antonio's going to look the same way. So will Houston. So will Dallas. So will Fort Worth. So will El Paso. El Paso already looks that way. And then you can name any city in America that these liberal politicians run the city. And they're allowing this to happen all across the fruited plain. Well, working out, man, that does not have to be, uh, you know, a, a hot deal where you're out walking in the heat or later in the, in the year, walking in the cold or walking in the rain or running or whatever. You can get an outstanding workout in the comfort and safety of your own home when you buy your equipment from Hess Fitness Products, the place I've been going now for over 12 years and buying my stuff. Now, I did have one of those big weight machines. I used to lift big, heavy weights, you know, and all that kind of stuff. I had an elliptical as well. And uh, then I realized later in life I don't need all that kind of stuff. I don't need to be lifting heavy weights like that. What I need is a few dumbbells, which I have now. I have a couple of kettlebells. I have those stretchy bands that you can use. I have those as well. All the stuff from Hess Fitness Products. And, of course, they can get you anything, whether it's a treadmill, an elliptical trainer, a side-by-side elliptical trainer, a rowing machine, or one of those big weight machines. They've got it all at Hess Fitness Products. And the friendliest people around to match your capabilities and your goals with the right piece of equipment so you don't waste any money. They've been at this since 1981, and always at Hess Fitness Products, they will have the best price guarantee for you, which means... You're going to pay the best price right there, bar none, period, so you don't need to go anywhere else. you got the expertise. you got the right equipment. you got the best price all in one place under one roof at Hess Fitness Products. Hest is best. It's where you're going to look better, feel better, and do more. Hess Fitness Products, 281 at Thousand Oaks. Mr. Electric, make sure your home has a good ground. On this weekend, I uh, want to tell you about it here in a couple of minutes. And uh, take your calls at 210-599-5555. Where and Ryman coming up right after 7. Mike, you're on. Good morning, Mike. How are you, man? Yeah, yeah. How you doing today, brother? Hey, listen, Trey. Hey, man, you the man. I'm I'm driving my truck right now, man. I'm about to drive off the road. You talking so you talking so good about this border situation. Everything I was about to say, you just took the words right out of my mouth. I just I just want people to appreciate what kind of man they listen to. You call it like it is. I I travel all over the southeast of the U.S. from Alabama all the way to Texas, and there ain't nobody on the radio that talks the truth like you. Uh, I wake up at five o'clock in the morning. This, I want you to know this, man, because you're the real deal. I wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I could be asleep right now because 
I would, because you talk so good about this loser that we got in the White House, about this guy that's running the border, that's got it wide open. And listen, Trey, we just had 9-11 yesterday. It's not a matter of if we're going to have another terrorist attack. It's just a matter of when and that's where. Right. People coming into the USA right now from China, from uh, from all the uh, countries that's on the terror watch list coming in as we speak right now. There's people walking into the USA literally walking into this U.A. that's got bad intentions, just like that man up there in Pennsylvania that's on the loose right now that Joe Biden is responsible for. And if that guy kills somebody, the blood is on Joe Biden's hands, as far as I'm concerned. And then when the police do catch up with that guy, they should eliminate him. He shouldn't even be taken into custody. They should eliminate him on the spot. And I thank you for taking my call this morning. Thank you, Mike, and thank you very much for your kind words. I really appreciate that. Let me give you a little more ammo, too, because Puddin' Brains yesterday was in, uh, was in Alaska. Instead of going to uh, the, the the attack sites, and the White House said the reason that he was not at the attack sites, well, you know, we don't send presidents to Pearl Harbor anymore. Why would we send him to the attack sites? You ever heard so much dumbassery in all your life? Really, seriously. We don't send presidents down. This was the White House's answer. We don't send presidents down to Pearl Harbor. Why are we going to send this one over to New York? And the one that was over in New York, Kamala Harris, cackle queen she was cat cackling kamala she was laughing through the whole thing now, this is a memorial service for three thousand people who died and she thought it was the funniest little thing she laughing and waving ha hi hi how are you i mean these people they have no respect for this country they have no respect for the people of this country they have no respect for our dead heroes yesterday yesterday 9-11 they made a deal with Iran. Iran is holding five hostages. Now, you never negotiate with a hostage taker because if you negotiate and you pay them off, they're going to take more of your hostages. But they made a deal. And the deal is this. Iran says they're going to release those five if we release five of their people and give them $6 billion. $6 billion. Iran is a state sponsor of terrorism. They kill Americans all the time. And so this administration on 9-11 gives them $6 billion and five of their people in exchange for five of ours on 9-11. If that's not two middle fingers staring you in the face on a solemn day, you tell me what is then, okay? And that's this administration. And Puddin' Brains yesterday said that he, well, I'll let you listen to it. He said that he was, and this is cut number one, Jimmy, that he was at ground zero the day after the attack. Cut one. To renew our sacred vow, never forget, never forget, we never forget. Each of us, each of those precious lives stolen too soon when evil attacked. Ground zero in New York, and I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building, I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. It looked so devastating because the way you could, the way from where you could stand. Problem is, if you read his autobiography, he wasn't in New York on September 12, 2001. He was in D.C. He wasn't in New York. He didn't go to New York. He was in D.C. His house didn't burn down. 
He didn't whip corn pop with a chain, and he didn't drive an 18-wheeler. His son did not die in Iraq. You want to hear where he was on September 12th? Cut number two, Jimmy. This is where he was September 12th, 2001. And my heart and my sympathy go out to our colleagues from New York and Virginia in particular, but all those who have had their fellow citizens and their constituents. That's enough. More coming up on where in Rima. But uh, bottom line is, he was lying again on September 11th. Johnny, fire away. Go right ahead, sir. Did you anybody catch it yesterday? And I don't know what part of the speech it was, but he actually referred to yesterday as a holiday. <sighs> Play it back and, and you'll hear it somewhere. I just don't right. know what, right. you know, but yeah. it's not a holiday. It's right. a somber yeah. memorial. Of course it is. Thank you, Johnny, for the call. I wish I was shocked, <laughs> but I'm not. Andy, go right ahead. You're on. Uh, you know, in thinking about this 9-11 and how he went to Alaska instead of going to New York or to any of the other sites, I think they're trying to desensitize us with the horrific sure they things are. that happened on 9-11. Sure they are. That's what it is, because when the next one happened, we'll be, okay, so it's just another 9-11. Well, I think ac- that's actually going what on. he's going to do is he's going to cut a deal with the guys who did it, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed and those guys down in Guantanamo. So they're trying to make it seem like it wasn't that big of a deal. I think that's what's coming. Andy, thank you very much. Where in Rhyme is coming up. Window World and Martin Bamba. What a great team they are at Window World. What an outstanding product or products they have. They have great windows that are the most energy-efficient windows possible to buy anywhere at the best prices because they, you know, sell in volume. And because they sell in volume, they can pass those savings on to you. And that's exactly what they do at Window World every day. I'm a customer, a very, very happy customer. I love the look. I love the feel. I love the energy efficiency. Wife is happy. I'm happy. Life is good thanks to Window World and the Window World windows that we have in our home. They do siding and doors as well, and you can trust these guys. The The Bomba family has been in this business, the home remodeling business, since way back in the 1940s. They know how to treat people right. I look forward to seeing Martin this coming Saturday. We're going to be at Alamo Water Softeners uh, for Martin's show from 9 to 11. Yes, I will be there. And, of course, uh, suicide has touched our family and has touched the uh, the Townsend family very close, the owners of, uh, of Alamo Water Softeners. And uh, September is the month to remember that, and September is the awareness month of that. So Trevor wanted to get together and have a little thing over there at um, at Alamo Water Softeners, going to have some coffee. Nami is going to be there. But the main thing is we just wanted you to, to come by and say hi. We wanted to meet you. Uh, we rarely get a chance to get out and meet our listeners like this, so this was a great opportunity for Martin and myself and the folks at Alamo Water Softeners. That's this coming Saturday at 9 a.m., Alamo Water Softeners on Thousand Oaks. I hope you'll come by. Uh, where and Rima next, KTSA. Imagine getting an impressive cash offer.